Blog Talk Radio. Show, but 
one of the reasons I wanted to do this show, this show that you tuned into, because you get to talk to some dynamic and awesome people. One of my favorite people, and people have been asking for this lady, uh, is is my mom, uh, Mama Venice. Uh, uh, Mama, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, baby. How are you doing? Very good. You know, excited about this show today. I got, I'm going to be talking to Miss Kiki Shepard any second. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm so excited. And uh, she's got so much great stuff to talk about. But, uh, you know, you and I talked a little earlier, and, you know, I, I, I conveyed to my mom I was feeling a little anxiety, you know, that I was just like, you know, kind of stressed out. You know, you deal with the, the, the real life. You know, and uh, uh, drop drop some jewels of wisdom on my audience. You know, for anybody that's going through anything right now. Well, right now everybody is going through something, no matter what the name of it is. It's a painful, and everyone is struggling through, and it's mostly due to this crunch in the economy. Mm-hmm. Mostly that, but the fact is that I was saying to you, we're not in control. We think we are when we're okay. We say, well, I got this covered. But God is always the one who is the author and finisher of our faith. He directs our destiny. He puts us on the right path. And truly, Rodney, you 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 always been on the right path. I, I mean, you're talking about this birthday. Stop telling people how old you are because they never know how old I am. <laughs> okay. But this sweet, sweet, hungry, beautiful black baby boy that God blessed me with 41 years ago. I mean, I knew when you were born that you were destined for greatness. You have not seen the greatness that you're going to have. So just hang in there and believe that God, he's got you, baby. Mommy doesn't have you anymore. God's got you. And nobody knows this like I do, how gracious, how kind, how loving, how giving of a spirit you have. And you can't lose with that, Rodney. You'll never lose. You'll always be a winner. You're my winner. Happy birthday, my baby. Thank you, Mama. Hey, y'all, y'all tuned in. This is Rodney Perry Live. You never know what's going to happen. We we are getting it in. Hold on, Mom. Listen up to the show. The show is going to be incredible today. First, let, let me make sure. Let me make sure. I, I'm pretty sure this is my guest for the day. Miss Kiki. Yes, Rodney. Your don't say nothing. Don't don't even life. start. Hold on. You stay right there, cause I I want I want I want you to hear. I want to make sure you listening to what I'm about to say, ladies and gentlemen. Coming to the stage, the name synonymous with with you taking your career to the next level. See, to me, Kiki Shepherd embodies what it is to make something out of what some people might might regard as nothing. To take a couple of seconds on television and make that into a a career. And and not only is she an actress, not only is she a host, not only is she a uh, a, a philanthropist, not only is she a good human being, but she is one of the most awesome people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Kiki, you were one of the first celebrities that I was awestruck by. I want to take this time to welcome you to my show. Ladies and gentlemen, show some love for Miss Kiki Shepard. Oh, gosh. How wonderful. Oh, Rodney. Hi, honey. Thank you so much. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear, Miss Kiki. Okay. Is your mama still on the phone? She don't hear you. want to say hi to her? Yeah. Hold on. Mama, you on with Kiki Shepard? Oh, you feeling that Holy Ghost, baby. 
Oh, I'm looking and crying. I said, oh, my no, goodness, they should have been crying on the phone. Hey, I got the sweetest son in the world. And he yes, never told him I didn't love him no more. What a lie from him. Well, I, I want you to know that you are not only uh, laying hands on Rodney for the beauty that he is, but you are also uh, passing blessings on to a lot of people because what you said about uh, hanging there because uh, God got you. It's, got oh, my you. God, it's like, home. Oh, I just broke into tears. Oh, my goodness, God. thank you so much. Thank you for your blessings. See, well, oh, let me say this, baby, and I'm going to get off because I'm long-winded. I'm going to preach. Okay. You know, you let me tell you how you know who's after you. You know for certain it's from hell when it keeps on saying the same thing like a broken whip. You can't yeah. make it. You, you this, you that. I'm negative. God ain't interested in hurting nobody. He want to help you. That's right. You're going to make it. He's got you. Thank you, ma'am. Yes, man. Right, hang on, Mom. Hang on, hang on, hang on, Mama. Keep listening. I got, I got Miss Kiki Shepard on the line. Kiki, um, how I, I don't know this story, and I'm sure you probably told it a million times. But how did you come to end up on Showtime at the Apollo? Well, Rodney, I was a dancer on Broadway in New York City, mm-hmm. uh, 1987. Lord, talking about. Uh, aging myself, but you know what? It's just it's in the history books. It's all on YouTube, so you don't need me even trying to lie anymore. <laughs> right, right, I right. On, I was dancing on Broadway in 1987 when they first had auditions for the show, and um, the pilot uh, went, went went through, and all the personnel changed, and Otis Salid became the choreographer for the for the new show once it was picked up. And he called me one day, and and within two days he brought me to California. We started working on the show. I was his assistant. We had six girls, Rodney, in, the, in the, the original three episodes. We had six girls that were like the dancers because, you know, the Apollo was known for his dancing girls. Okay. The, the, the dancing ladies from the Apollo were the first people to strike, which F, uh, eventually formed uh, AGMA, uh, the Association for the, the, for the Dance, but Variety, AGMA, I'm sorry, AGMA, the Association, the Guild for Variety Artists, because the dancing oh, ladies wow. of the Apollo Theater went on strike to get a $5 raise. Oh, wow. you hear me? And it was, so anyway, we were trying to uh, recreate the, the glory days of the Apollo Theater. So we had six beautiful dancing girls. And then um, Otis Salih, the choreographer, ended up leaving the show before it aired, and I ended up becoming the choreographer. And, um, and because I was the choreographer and I opened, did that opening and closing number, I also was in all the meetings. So when it came time for the amateur night segment, you know, where we had to have somebody holding their hands over the contestants, mm-hmm. I was the tallest girl. I was in the meeting, so they said to me, Kiki, would you do, do this for us? And I said, sure. Little did we know that that was the hand of God wow. setting a career for me. Hmm. That, the amateur night segment became the most popular segment of Showtime at the Apollo. So for 15 years, I, and then after the show started, I became, when Sinbad came on board, I became co-host. So um, it's just, it, I, that's the story. God decided this was how he was going to establish a career for me to do what I am doing now. He put me in a place. Little did I know, I was just a child that loved to dance. Little size two, five foot seven, girl that just loved to dance and was happy to be in the mix of such wonderful people and such a wonderful, phenomenal show. And 15 now, years later. That's, that's huh? such an amazing, such an amazing story. Now, you know it's what? Amazing. I would I would love to see you on Dancing with the Stars. 
I want to write it. I want, please send it out. I want to do Dancing with the Stars, but for some reason, I don't think the Dancing with the Stars people think that folks know me. I don't know why they don't think that I was on national television for 17, 18 straight years. I, don't I mean, know why let me tell you, me. they book people that's oh less God, famous than you all day. I'm telling you, man, I, I agree. I mean, I just, I, and I would love to do the show because, as everyone says, ballroom dancing is an animal of its own. Just because you've had dance training, just yeah. because you're an athlete, just because you can move, just because you are a pop star, nothing, nothing prepares you, I'm sure, for ballroom dancing. It's another right. whole animal, another whole rhythm and stuff. So from your mouth to God's ears, and from your show to the world, I want to do Dancing with the Stars. I, I, yes. I completely love it, Kiki Shepherd, uh, actress. Yes. You you've been you've been doing it. You've been on everything from Everybody Hates Chris to NYPD Blue to the District yeah. to Family Law to Yes Dear to General Hospital. You know you like work with Hulk Hogan. You know, yeah. you, you've done it all. I mean, great great historic films like Miss Evers Boys. Or, or the Josephine Baker story, Rage in Harlem, The Cotton Club, The Wiz. Having such a career, uh, what what sticks out for you in your journey? What as you look at at all of those great opportunities, what what are you reminded of in your journey? You know, for those of us that are that are kind of at the beginning, you know. I think the thing that really stands out to me the most, right, is what I was told a long time ago when I started, which was to know your craft. Mm. Um, know your craft from inside out, upside down, all the way around. Encircle it, just engulf yourself with the the strength and beauty of your craft. Get better. Learn from every situation. I remember I was doing uh, a show with Gregory Hines called, Hines called Come to Town, and I was just one of the dancers in the chorus. But because I took myself out of the chorus situation and went and sat and watched some of the acting scene rehearsals, they had a couple of lines that needed to be said. And the director said, Kiki, you want to do this? I said, yes, which pulled me out of just doing what everybody think, everything everybody else was doing and gave me an opportunity to be an actor. Small lines, but that just led up to everything. Know your craft. Be ready when God presents the opportunity. Yes, ma'am. There's no such thing as lucky. It's preparation. Preparation needs an opportunity. So that, to me, would stick me the most. Be prepared and ready and the best you can be at your craft at all times because God is going to present the opportunities. Talk about preparation. A uh, little girl from Tyler, Texas. Hey, hey. Little hey, girl hey, from hey, Tyler, hey. Texas. Got her B.A. at Howard University. And for all you uh, uh, fraternity and sorority members, she is a, a proud member of uh, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. My mommy is also a Delta. My sister is a Delta. <laughs> right? Kiki, I, I don't want I don't, I, I to not really give this subject due concern because what made you call me is um, last week I was talking with my guest and we started talking about being a donor. And you was like, mm-hmm. Rodney, I love what you guys said about being a donor. I know you are a champion for sickle cell. Uh, mm-hmm. You have your celebrity bowling challenge coming up this Friday. Am I right? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And you've been doing that, you know, for years. Talk to me about why... First of all, why charity? Why why give back? And secondly, why sickle cell? 
Oh, Rodney, you know, um, I think it, it goes simply back to the way I was raised. Like you said, I'm a young girl from Tyler, Texas, born and raised Tyler, Texas. My mom and father always taught us that with education, everything is possible. And when, when, you, when you receive education in so many different areas, so many different sources, you cannot help if you have any kind of a, a decent heart, if you've been raised right, as they say, you know, you've been raised right. I know I was raised right, and a lot has been given to me. It was just inevitable. It was just natural that I would want to give back. Why sickle cell? I found out when I was dancing on Broadway back there at like 87, 86, 87, Somebody got sick with something. You know how that can happen on, on board, mm-hmm. right? Somebody got sick, and everybody had to go to the doctor to get some kind of thing. While I was there, the doctor um, uh, took uh, my blood, you know, for whatever test. He came back and told me, oh, by the way, you carry the sickle cell trait. And I said, what is that? He said, don't worry about it. It will never affect you going on about your life in one ear and out the other. The worst advice I was ever given about wow. sickle cell because I found out later when I came to Los Angeles, I went to a celebrity golf tournament in the Bahamas. The beneficiary was sickle cell disease, the National Association. I sat there and listened to those people talk to me, and it dinged that light went off that I remembered that sickle cell trait thing. That's when my education about sickle cell began, and, oh, my God, what an education it was. I went on to work with the National Association for 10 years, and in 2003 started my personal path of advocacy for sickle cell disease, and it has educated me about something that's prominent and, and prevalent in the African-American, Hispanic, and Asian. Everybody thinks it's just African-American, but it's African-American, Hispanic, and Asian communities. It's more prevalent in African-American than yes, but because we are, for lack of a better, better word, cross-pollinating constantly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every race in the world, sooner or later, if we don't put a stop to this, we'll have this hereditary disease because it comes from two parents having the trait. The child has a one in four chance, one in four, Rodney, that's not much, one in four chance of having a disease for which there's no universal cure. And I want to say it's not always the fourth chance. Most of the time it's the first chance, one in four, the first, second. So the reason why sickle cell is because I remembered that I did, that I've been told I carried the trait. But really the main reason is because working with the National Association, I went around this country and I met the families that are affected, because it's a family disease, that are affected by this disease, and the, and the joy and the life and the desire to live and be normal and regular that these children have. And I said, my God, it's my duty. I have to. I have to speak out. And every year I am blessed with more and more and more love and blessings and peace from all of these families. But I want us, us as a people, to go get tested, right? Now, I'm going okay. to stop because I know you want to ask me something else. Go ahead. No, no, I, 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 let me tell you something. Can't nobody get the information out no better than Kiki Shepherd. Now, the, the, your foundation is the KISS Foundation, the KIS Foundation, Inc. Uh, it's a 501C3 nonprofit organization. How can people give online? You can go go to www.thekissfoundation, one S in KISS, thekissfoundation.org, and you will see that you can pay. You can you can uh, go through PayPal. You can con- contribute through PayPal. You can always send uh, anything to our address, which is 13351D Riverside Drive, Sherman Oaks, California, 91423. You can also call the office. The number will be on the, uh, on the website, and you can make any kind of credit card contributions right here at the office. 
there are so many ways that we can that anyone that wants to contribute financially. Well, well, can, can you can you give a number? Because what what'll happen, Kiki, is people sure. will archive this episode, and they, I want yes. them to be able to do that for a hundred years if they listen to it. Okay, the telephone number is eight one eight nine eight one seven eight one nine eight one eight nine eight one seven eight one nine. But you know, Rodney, uh, we, we yes, as a foundation, we are a grassroots foundation. We are in great need of, uh, of funding, without a doubt. Uh, we're in great need of funding for the Celebrity Voting Challenge, which is this Friday the 16th. Um, but, uh, but the thing that I really want everyone to hear from me is that it is so important to go get tested. Go right. get tested and find out if you carry the trait, because if you carry the trait, it's just like growing up with six fingers. You know, we used to always have them cousins. They came from somewhere. They had that little finger. But by the time you're an adult, that little baby finger don't matter at all to you because you've lived with it. You understand it. You know it. It's just a phenomenon. It makes you special. If we get tested and we grow up knowing that we carry the trait, when we decide to have uh, relationships with people and stuff that could possibly bring a child in the world, we can have a conversation. That is what the, the Kiss Foundation is about: raising awareness of sickle cell disease, asking people to have a conversation. Talk about if you care the trait so that if you decide to bring a child in the world, at least you bring it into the world with the education of the chance that you're taking. I ain't telling nobody what to do, Rodney. I would not even begin to because love is love, and people wanting to be parents is a natural thing. But if you have education and you both know you care the trait, you know what's possible. But I have now, great news too, Rodney. Kiki, it's, it's a ton of people listening right now. We got people oh. on the lines listening. We got people in the chat room. One of the Excellent. questions that came up uh, from the chat room reporter is, what are some of the symptoms? What can people kind of look for as as, as maybe a, a flag that they probably need to look at their, their, their sickle cell? Pain. And if you have sickle cell disease, you know it. Before, okay. you are, before you're three or four years old, you know it. Sickle cell disease is hereditary. It affects you of the time you are born. It's in your blood produces sickle cells. Your bone marrow produces blood cells that are sickles from the time you are born. Everybody's body is different, yes, but if you have sickle cell disease, you ain't going to have to wonder. Pain, <laughs> acute pain, constant acute pain that would cause any parent to take their child to the hospital is what you would look for. And now, now, what I want to convey to people... What I want to cover, too, is for everybody that's listening that's of color, and, and, and I think, you know, Kiki was very clear, and it, it's generally a, a problem of people of color, but since we are kind of, you know, blending, you know, everybody is kind of, you know, you know having sex with everybody, for lack of a better yeah. word, that yeah. it's kind of a beginning to affect everybody. But what you got to know about people of color is we can donate to each other, and we can donate to everybody, but they can't donate to us. Isn't so that something, Bobby? We have to. We have to try to. We have to put ourselves in the donor pool. I signed up for Be the Match last year because I met one a young kid that was uh, dealing with a bone marrow issue and sickle cell, and and to meet this young kid and not be moved by this, uh, it's, it's I don't it's see how you can I don't see how you can not be a donor. Now we we talking to we talking to Kiki Shepherd. This is Rodney Perry Live. We talking about sickle cell. We talking about donorship. Go out there and give blood, give bone marrow. The the celebrity bowling challenge. Let me go down the list, Kiki, because this is so crazy. Go down the list, baby. Wayne list. Brady coming through. My man Rocky Carroll from NCIS. Uh, Miss Collier, Michael Collier's wife is coming through. Uh, uh, uh. 
uh, Chandra Wilson, uh, uh, oh, my God, Don Lewis, Vanessa Bell Calloway, Chico Benjamin, Glenn Turman, Paula J. Parker, man, such a great list of people. MC Light going to be DJing? What? Yeah, baby. Incredible. Isn't that great, Rodney? Incredible. You know, Rodney, let me just say this. You know, we a lot of us have known each other a lot of years, and a lot of us have known each other uh, here in L.A., but I have known a lot of people from the New York scene, and we have six members of the Grey's Anatomy cast that are coming. Six Get out members of, of Grey's Anatomy. Okay? See that? And I'm not talking about just the black people either. Okay? <laughs> I love it. Oba so, Baba Tunde is going to be bowling. Oba Baba and bowl. Can you believe Jack that? Jack Gay is going to be bowling. Jack Gay is not going to bowl. No, I'm no, not going to believe that. No. Jack Gay is one of my ambassadors. Jack Gay walks around and makes everybody very happy and makes people laugh and makes people get money. She's my one of my best ambassadors. I love wow. her dearly, but she's not going to throw a ball. <laughs> she's not going to do it. No. no. She and Jennifer Lewis explained to me a long time ago, I will do anything you ask. Jennifer said she'll sing any song, but she ain't throwing that ball because last time she did, she threw her shoulder out, so she ain't doing it no more. Can't do it again. If she do it again, that's her fault if she get hurt. But, you know, there's, some, there's, a, there's a role for everybody to play, isn't there? Yes, ma'am. Yes, there ma'am. There you go. Alini Dallas from Alini Dallas from uh, uh, Numbers. You remember the show Numbers? Alini yes. Dallas. Hal Carano from Lost and thousands of other things. Omar Miller from CSI. Aldous Hodge from Leverage. Oh my God, it is just amazing, Rodney. I, I I am blessed. I am so blessed in spirit and soul to know that. Find me. You know, I'm a good beggar. You know, I will say that I can beg really, really well. You know, I ain't got no problem begging. <laughs> ain't too proud but, to beg. But I, to find the best but I think, uh, here we go back to what I said before about God putting me in a place long time ago that would enable me to do what I do now. So many people have grown up watching the show. I was growing up with them, by the way. I was two when I started. Just wanted to make that yeah, clear. I, I was going to uh, say one and a half, but go ahead. Oh, thank you, baby. You're so sweet. <laughs> yeah, mom was right. You are such a gentleman. But anyway, there are so many people that have grown up watching me or that have come up, you know, through the ranks and stuff that I really don't have to beg. I don't have to threaten. I don't have to cajole them. I just simply ask. And I am always amazed at the positive response that I get. Even if people can't come, they always send some kind of contribution. Team, we have celebrity team sponsors. A team is $600. We have people like Rocky Carroll and Wayne Brady, Tracy Toms, folks that are saying, I'm going to, not only am I going to come and bowl as a celebrity, bowl as Kiki, I'm going to buy a team. That is amazing. We have absolutely wonderful corporate sponsors, Bank of America, Herbalife, American Airlines, UPS, um, uh, Penn's Entertainment Center, who are just giving us a great deal to be there. Dana the Designated Hater, Premier Concepts, Mercedes-Benz, wow. SEIU Local. These are great corporations, SICAP. And most importantly, not most importantly, but also very importantly, the Sickle Cell Foundation of Orange County. The, the, the lady, that, the founder and head of that, of that um, foundation is a very dear friend of ours. And right now her son just came through, her 20-something-year-old son just came through a seven-day sickle cell crisis. Rodney, let me tell you this. He died twice a week wow. ago Friday. His heart stopped twice. She told me I have permission to do his heart stopped for three minutes. They revived him. He left again for 13 minutes, Rodney. 13, 13 minutes. 13 minutes he was gone. Let me, let me make a note minutes. of that because if I go for anything less than 13, y'all better still keep trying. Keep trying because God sent him back. He has a purpose. He's a, he's a soldier in this, in this battle with sickle cell disease. Let this past Friday, that we just seven days after he died on the table, he woke up and said hi to his mother. No wow. brain damage, Rodney, no brain damage. 
he's a miracle. He's a living miracle. The hospitals don't know, the doctors don't know what to say. All you can say is, what did your mama say? God got you, baby. He God got, got you, baby. Hey, 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 Kiki, Kiki, you, you've been awesome. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, oh. you've been listening to Kiki Shepard. This is Rodney Perry Live. Kiki Shepard's eighth annual Celebrity Bowling Challenge is September 16th at Penn's yes. Entertainment Center in Los Angeles. Kiki, thank you so much for calling in today. Thank you, Rodney. I appreciate you so much, and I love you, and I'm still mad that you ain't going to be here, okay? We'll talk about but, that but, later. Hey, 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 don't be mad at me because, what, you never know. I might do something. You, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to donate, though. You can write that down. Thank you, Rodney. You, you can write that down. What you've, done today, what you've done today, baby, is the best thing in the world. Plus, I'm, I'm, you've told everybody I want to dance with the stars. I owe you, Rodney. <laughs> you don't owe me nothing because you're beautiful. <laughs> I love you so much. Thank you, everybody. Have a really great day. Hey, y'all, that's Kiki Shepard. This is Rodney Perry Live. Now, now, you can't do a show like this. You know, you can't just go sickle cell, donate, without having an element of ignorance. You understand me? And see, what, what, what Rodney Perry likes to do, I like to give you a little ignorant, a little not so ignorant. A little ignorant, a little not. I hope y'all are ready because my next guest is a fool. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, one of the coldest guys in the game. I'm going to get y'all this before I even bring him on the line. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach your sister. What the f*** are you doing? Uh, I, I, good, good evening to you, ma'am. I don't mean to be giving you a call this late in the evening, but I I am uh, the new youth minister. I have a, uh, uh, My name is Sean Williams over at <laughs> Missionary Baptist Church, which my... Wait, 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 wait. I'm 
Steve is a king of comedy, really don't need a writer. So yeah. what me and Tommy would do was play dominoes all day. Now, we wouldn't, play, we wouldn't play face-to-face because we need to look busy because Rashawn <laughs> McDonald don't really let you sit in the office and mess around. <laughs> so, so what we would do is sit at our respective desks on the Internet <laughs> and play the – and occasionally you hear somebody go, uh, damn. <laughs> good play, good play. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. Man, man, it's oh. such a pleasure to have you on. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, show some love for Thomas Miles, a.k.a. Nephew Tommy. Man, how you doing today, bro? I'm good, Rodney. I'm real good. It's good to be on your show, man. How you doing, man? Man, I'm real good. Uh, the prank calls have taken on a life of their own. When you decided to do that, you first of all, you got some cats out there that's doing some great stuff, Ricky Smiley, Roy Wood Jr., cats like that. But you have really yeah. kind of taken the lead in this category. When you decided to start doing this, did you know it would be this? I didn't know it was going to get this big, man, and I didn't know it was going to be a demand where people actually wanted to hear them on a on a CD. I had no idea, but Ricky kind of, you know, Ricky helped me. Ricky kind of helped me to the game and told me what I could do. I actually uh, flew to Birmingham with some more comics, and we uh, we did a we did a CD with Ricky. Every one of us did a prank phone call, and it was on one of Ricky's albums, man. So he kind of hit me to the game and said, man, you can do this. You got all these characters in your head. You can have people fooled for a long time. So okay. I had no idea, man, that, that uh, when I put it on sale, the first uh, the first week that I put it on sale, it, it cost me like ten grand to print up to print up so many copies. And I was like, oh, God, I hope I get my money back. That's man, all you wanted, to get your money that's back. That's all I wanted, man. Just Can I get my $10,000 back? Man, do you know within a week, I had grossed a hundred k in the prank phone call in a week, man. Wow! In a week, oh, you want to talk about tenfold for real? It came back like that. I couldn't believe it. Man, completely amazing. If you want to pick up any of nephew Tommy's pranks, go to his website. That's nephew n e p h e w dash tommy dot com. Man, you really embodied this this character that is nephew Tommy. I know you as a stand-up comedian. I know you as a great writer. And I know you as a, a awesome actor. I want right. to talk about Thomas Miles, the actor, man, because your dramatic chops is really not to be matched with, man. Tell, tell, tell my audience, uh, just, just give us a little peek at your resume, if you will. Oh, man. I mean, it goes back, man. But, you know, we can go all the way back to college. I heard myself proclaimed that by the happy hollow of a tree escaped the hunt. No port is free, no place that God and most unusual vigilance does not attend my taking. While I must escape, I must preserve myself. And with presented nakedness, I'll face the winds and the persecutions of the sky. The country gives me proof of bedlam beggars to strike arms and mortified bare arms. Oh, God, bless thee, lady. I'm a Shakespearean by trade, homie. Wait a minute. Did you just drop some Shakespeare on the Rodney Perry live show? To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether to be noble in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, to take arms against a sea of troubles, and by opposing in them to die, to sleep, to sleep perchance to dream, eyes as the rub, or to say we sleep may end a thousand heartaches. Oh, Rodney Perry. <laughs> <laughs> that. 
That's your newest character, dude. That's your next character. You gotta do that on the show, dude. You gotta but he gotta he gotta talk Shakespearean but be saying regular stuff. I gotta put it in a black formation. Wherefore I'll thy heifer. But I know it but I'll heifer know it that the rent is due on the fifth or it is late. Why must you come into this home, into this apartment, without your part of the red like foolish woman? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Man, you got so, again, like you said, you got so many great characters inside of you, so many great characters in your head. Man, I'm looking at my chat room. My chat room is blowing up. They cracking up. The girls is going, oh. I don't even know how you type that down, but they type, oh, ooh, I like that. You know, you know what, Rodney, man, I'm, I know you know my chops, you know my background, and I can't wait to actually be able to display the dramatics to the to the whole world to see, man. You know, they know me for being a fool on the radio and, and talking crazy with Steve and doing prank phone calls and things of that nature, man. But they have yet to be, you know, uh, that's 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 the blessing that I'm waiting on, and God's going to give it to me soon, man, so I can drop this drama on them and show them what I really got with my background, where I came from, and they can really see this theatrical side that you're talking about because a lot of them haven't seen that. I know that's your true passion. You know, I mean, like, I remember watching your stand-up, and you had a bit that you would do Shakespeare in the bit. And I was like, right. this dude is the truth. And that's when I became, like, a really huge fan, man. You do some really incredible things. Now, my chat room is going crazy. they asking if if we can talk to the butterfly. I don't oh, even he's, know in the back. he's in the back. He's in the back seat. He, uh, he's, he's, he's with me. He, hey, they want to talk to you. Who are you talking about? They they want on uh, on Rodney. I'm on Rodney Perry's show. They wanna they wanna say uh, they wanted to you come and say something. Well, I call Rodney Perry and call me. I'm, uh, Rodney I'm, don't Rodney don't have your number, yeah. dude. Give me the phone. Hello. Uh, how how you doing, bro? Rod, it's Rodney you're Perry. You're Rodney Perry. You're, you don't know who you are. This is Eugene Ferguson. I'm the, I do the birthdays on the um on the Steve Harvey Morning Show in the morning. That's seven seventeen Eastern time. You can catch me there. But anyway, how are you doing? What's up, Eugene? Man, man, uh, you and Tommy, y'all, y'all been doing this thing for so long. What's it like for you to have this main stage on the show, like the Steve Harvey Show? What's it like for you? You know what? It's a very good thing to do. The problem that I'm having more than anything about me is I'm a prisoner. I'm a prisoner. Of time. I'm trapped inside of his head, and that's what I don't like. I'm looking for someone to rescue me away from where I am. I am trapped inside of a stupid person's body, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. That is what's wrong. That's what's going on with me right now. I am trapped inside of this fool's head. He makes stupid decisions. He does idiotic things. He runs around this country uh, uh, trying to holler at all the big girls in the world. I can't stand this. It is, it is truly, uh, uh, I am a prisoner. And uh, if you're looking for somebody to embrace, to be inside of your mind, I would rather jump over that because I hate where I am. Oh, hey, you know what, man? I, it, hey, it, man, you're not going to disrespect me in this my oh. interview. Just shut up. I'm on the phone right now. Go ahead, Rodney. I, I'm sorry, Eugene, man. I, I did, I did, you know, I did sign up to talk to uh, Tommy today, so I apologize. Can I get back to Tommy? Maybe we can do an exclusive one-on-one with you, you know, at a later date. Right, right. And you know what? We could do that. I want you to let me know whenever it is you like me to be on so I can come on by myself. I would rather grace the people and show my presence alone. Okay, so let me know when you have something for me. Uh, before I leave, though, I want to say this. Okay, go ahead. I was going to tell you this. I was going to tell you this, Rodney. I am um, coming in October. I am in the hot scotch. 
uh, championship, and I want you to what? put that out on your your hopscotch. Hopscotch. Yeah, I'm in the championship. Wait a minute, Eugene. You in the hopscotch championship? Championship. It is held in. Um, it is held in New York City. You know how you used to do, you know, one through eight. Well, this one goes all up to all the way up to three thousand. So you have to really have to uh, be able to do it. But a hot scotch championship. Oh my God, you really want to do this? Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, well, hey man, good luck. Congratulations. I, I know if you made it to the championship, you're gonna probably, you know, bring it all the way home. Hey, hey y'all, that's Eugene. Everybody in the Thank chat room, so. they asked for you, Eugene. Okay, butterflies to all of you all in the chat room, honey. Butterflies to all of you all. Okay, hold on. Here's Poe. Tommy. All right, dog. Yeah, yeah, what's happening? This was gangster. For anybody that's listening, Thomas Miles, I, I don't even I don't even be knowing it's you. Man. How, hey. how do you how do you do it, dude? How do it's, you it's, it's 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 just it's people it's people in my head, man. I think that's gonna be the name of my um my next stand up special is gonna be I got people inside my head and just come out. You know, uh, tell me what you think about this idea, right? And, and all the people on the chat, y'all can let me know what you think. Okay. If Thomas, if if, if nephew Tommy slash Thomas Miles, I come out and do um, twenty minutes, okay, of stand up. Okay. And then I and then I, what I want to do is I, I want to then introduce the next act coming to the stage. The next act. Now imagine you're watching this on on the DVD, okay? Right. The next act I'm going to introduce will be Eugene. And Eugene will come out and do ten minutes. Wow! And then and then I'll come back out after he's done, and then I'll introduce another character of mine called Oatmeal. And Oatmeal, Oatmeal will do Oatmeal. Hey, I okay, stay up here to take you. Who is Oatmeal? Hey, right here, right here, baby. Oatmeal, no butter. What's up, Rodney Perry, baby? Yeah. What, hey. What's up, Oat? Hey, man, straight up out of uh, Dallas, Oak Cliff, baby. If you ain't know, you better ask somebody, baby. This Oatmeal a little bit do. Yeah, yeah, already. Okay. So anyway, okay. Rodney. So anyway, Rodney. I bring I bring this guy out. Okay. Right. And and he does ten minutes. And the and and you know of course I come back. I'm hosting this thing. And the last person I bring out is this guy. It's a new character of mine. It's Dusty Rusty. Dusty Rusty is a straight redneck white guy. And. And I went to I went to California, man. I spent oh man, so much money on this character. The same way you see uh, uh, Martin Lawrence doing Big Mama, the same way you see Eddie Murphy doing the Clumps. I went and got me a character, and and and, uh, and I'm about to so present you, you it. Got, you got full makeup and everything. I got the whole nine yards. When, if I walk up to you, Rodney, you will not know it's me at all. Can, can at I? All. Can I? Well, now what's his name? Dusty Rusty. Can I talk to Dusty? Hold on, hold on. He 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 outside. He on a horse. Hold on. All right, who's this? Uh, how, how you doing, Mr. Rusty? It's Rodney Perry. I'm um calling yeah. Rodney Perry live. Thomas Miles was just telling me about you. Oh man, we we got he's he's a good old boy. I like him. He's one of my favorite black guys, man. He's good. We he's he's a uh, one of them old comedians, and I like him. But I tell you what, I uh-huh. tell you what, Mr. Rodney Perry. Whenever we get we can get close to one another. You and I come on and go. You go out there and go alligator hunting with me, man. I tell you, you're going to have one hell of a time you get out there with me. <laughs> hey, alligator hunting. Now, now, they, now you are, you are, they, they call you a redneck. What, what is a redneck? 
That's just an old saying that people been using a long time. Basically, it's when white people, we, or I am white, when white people, when we get uh, cooked, when not cooked, but when it gets too hot. You know what? Something about this, the black is coming out of me that's talking right now. But let me say this. You know what? I'm I'm not going to, I don't want to mess up, but this is a black show, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, this, this black yeah, is black. I'm about to say, I'm, I'm pretty tough. Yeah, I'm going to let you talk back to Tommy. You hang All on right. a second. Hey, hey, thank thank you, sir. So, Rodney, man, the real deal. <laughs> Are you in a bus? <laughs> you got 50 people with you today. <laughs> so, Rodney, imagine a show like that, man, where I introduce all these people, and it's the name of it is I got people inside my head. It, do you think it's something that could work? I'd like for your people on the chat line. Let me know if this could be Tommy's next project. Is it something that they would like to see with me and my character? They already responded to it. Tara Love Diva says, oh, my God. Uh, Dre Parker, who is a great impressionist himself, says, oh, my God, wow. Uh, Ice Cream Combo says, nephew, ne- nephew Tommy is dumb as hell.org. <laughs> <laughs> man, Tommy, man, you do you do so much great things, man. You've been touring around the country. And what I, what I love about your tour is you, it's not just you. You take and really take the time out to showcase some of the cats from Texas, some of the cats from your area. Uh, you I know, know Kid, yeah, right, Kid yeah. Fates yeah. And, and some of those, yeah. those young comics. Why, why, why do you go out your way to make make them guys to bless them guys? Man, my my, we had a pat man. When we was coming up here in Houston, man. Uh, it was it was about three of us, four of us in total, and, and we just said, man, if any one of us ever make it, just get close to making it. We was gonna reach back and grab the rest, and, and you know, I'm, I'm in a position, man. I can I can give some people some jobs. Uh, Keir Spades, Terry Gross, Dave Lawson, these guys are straight up out of Houston. We came up together in the game. And uh, so when I when I tour the country, man, you know, a lot of times uh, promoters and even clubs, uh, comedy clubs, are always saying to me, hey, uh, we've got some comedians here in the city that are going to um, open up for you. And I'm like, nah, nah, this is nephew Tommy and friends, and I'm bringing my friends. I don't, I don't mean any disrespect to who you got there in the city. I got much love for them. But for my boys, you know, well, well, you know, the money is not. I, I, I'm paying them out of my pocket. These my boys. I'm bringing them with me. So it gives them a chance, man, to go out, showcase themselves. And what I love about it is they go out and do the doggone thing anyway. They mash them. You know what I'm saying? So oh, what yeah. happens? What happens in full circle is the club owner hit, hit me back up and say, Hey, do you mind if we if we book, man? Yeah, I want you to book my boys. I brought them so you can book them later. Because I knew you was gonna like them, so it gives it opens up the uh, the whole door of them being able to go perform, and their name starts to get popular. This is what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. My man Tommy Thomas Miles on here. Some of you may know him as nephew Tommy. Somebody might know him because he's coming to your hood. You know, <laughs> <laughs> September twenty third. You can catch him at uh, what's that sound soundboard at Motor City Casino. Uh, yep. You're going to be getting it in out there. Dallas, Texas, September 24th at the Music Hall, September mm-hmm. 30th at Columbia, South Carolina. That's the uh, uh, Columbia House of Comedy, am I right? Yes, sir, buddy. That's a, that's a, that's a cold spot right there, I, man. I, I love that, man. Really good people out there. October 13th, North Carolina at the Comedy Zone, the 13th through the 15th, and in Lexington, Kentucky at the Comedy Off-Broadway, the 28th through the 30th. Thomas Miles, man, do you remember when? 
I mean, or, like at the or. end of my shows, I say, you know what? I can remember when. I can remember when I just wanted to be a guy that would go out and be the last guy of the night. Now you're right. that guy. Tell me about the journey. Oh, man. You know, you know, I, uh, the, the journey goes so far back, man. But, but stand up, man. I remember when just, just, I wanted to be funny for seven minutes. Can I just be funny for seven? Because it, it, and, and and it was amazing that I, I I got that seven down. But if I went ten, I was I was I was headed for destruction. Then I got to the point where I got fifteen minutes, man. And I was like, wow, I got a cold fifteen. I still ain't ready to be headlining nowhere yet. Because all I got is 15 minutes. After 15, I ain't got nothing else to talk about, you know. Then you just keep grinding and grinding. And, and what even what you've done that that uh, I put in that same kind of work, when you host a comedy club day in and day out, you cannot help but sharpen your skills and, and have your knives so sharp that now, hey, you can go out and do an hour because you have prepped for it. Because you done went through the grind and the hard work for it, man. So now I'm at the point where I can go on stage for an hour and say it's 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 not a big deal to me anymore. I can go kill it for an hour, just smash them. But you know, I look at people like Steve. Steve can go out there for two hours. Yeah. He's like, oh my God, two hours. You know what I'm saying? You know, D.O. Hilby, two hours, no problem. Matter of fact, you got to pull them off. You got to turn the light off. Oh, and not, and not lose no attention, and the people still want more. Still want more, man. So there's always another level for a comic where, yes, I'm, I'm, I I got that hour. I got that hour 15. Do I have that two hours? I ain't got that yet. You know, and it's not about having to, having to uh, go out and do that kind of time. But it's just knowing that you can. It's knowing that you can, you know, it's, it's, it's knowing that you can go do an hour over here, Rodney, and then go somewhere else and do a whole nother hour. That ain't, that is total different jokes. Yes. That's when you when you when you so deep into the game. Right now, Tommy Good, hour fifteen, hour twenty, I'm strong, man. But I'm 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 slowly sharpening these skills. Let me get an extra hour out there that ain't nobody heard, and that's what I'm working on. Wow. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Rodney Perry Live. We're talking to my man, Thomas Miles, nephew Tommy, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. To be in people's uh, cars, living rooms, every day, I'm sure people, you walking around, and people just recognize your voice. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> what are the drawbacks to this type of celebrity, if any? Um, You know, it's... it's um. You got to be ready at all times. Uh, what I've learned, what I've learned, Rodney, is is be that lovable person that that uh, people people know I don't mind taking a picture. People know I don't mind signing an autograph because I I'm I'm blessed that you want my picture. Yeah. I'm blessed that you want my autograph. And I remember the time where you nobody really knew me at all, and and um, you 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 always asking for. For these blessings, so when you get them, you can't be mad about them. You know, you got to sign these autographs. You got to take these pictures. When we go somewhere, man, I'm probably the last person to leave because I'm always I I hate telling somebody I can't take your picture with you. You know what I mean? I I just try to I try even though security be pulling you, it's time to go. Hey, you know what? We gonna take a we gonna take about twenty thirty more pictures. So y'all might as well just chill out. I'm gonna get these pictures in. We're gonna make these people happy. I pay the checks around here, so everybody just cool. I'm cool with these pictures. 
So, you know, you don't want to be that. I don't want to be that guy that, that you're scared to approach me, blah, blah, blah. It's, 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 sometimes, it's a, sometimes it's a little stressful, especially if I, if I got my kids with me, if I'm, um, if I'm sitting down and I'm having dinner, you know, and, and, and I'm in front of my food, you know, I kind of want you to let me get through with all of that. But for the most part, man, I love, I love my life. I love the blessings that I have, and I'm not, I'm not mad about none of them. I'm, I'm thankful. Hey, y'all, that, that's a great way to end this show today. We've been talking to uh, Thomas Miles' nephew, Tommy. You can go to his website. That's nephew-tommy. That's nephew, not underscore, but nephew-tommy, N-E-P-H-E-W-tommy, T-O-M-M-Y.com. Go check out his website. He's got everything. He's got his pranks on there. He's got shout-outs. He's got a great blog, the whole nine. You can even you can even go to Eugene's Closet. <laughs> What, I don't even want to know what's in there. <laughs> <laughs> Where can it be, hey, Rodney, this is for you, man. Where can it be thy will put me into good fooling? For those which that think they have thee, do often prove thee fools. For I am sure that I lack thee, may pass for a wise man. For what says Cornopolis, better a witty fool than a foolish wit. We are fools, Rodney, but we are great fools. Thank you, my man. Man, well said. Ladies and gentlemen, my man, the myth the legend himself, Mr. Thomas Miles. Hey, man, thank you so much for calling in today, Thomas Miles. Hey, you guys, we almost down to the home stretch of this show. My man Thomas Miles just called in. Nephew Tommy, please patronize everything he does. Uh, Janelle Pulley, go buy tickets in Columbia, South Carolina. It's a great comedy club. Uh, who else is this on the line? I got somebody from 832. You're on the line. This is Rodney Perry Live. We got two minutes. Rodney P., what's up, baby? This Jesse. This Ezra, man. What's going on? Oh, what's up, Ezra? How you feeling, baby? Man, we missed each other last week, dog. You called me, and I was still at the club, dude, and, and we didn't get to hook up when you was in Houston. But we're yeah. going to do it again, though, in November. I'm coming I'm coming to Houston, uh, to the Houston Improv, November 4th, 5th, and 6th. I got five shows. It's going to be so crazy. Israel, I'm going to see you there. Hey, man, I got to get ready to sign off, man. Hey, thank you for calling in. Thank I got you for calling it's in, on my bro. Website. It's on my website, dude. I'm going to let my people know about you. Hey, so man, I appreciate it, man. I, I, I'm trying to sell that place out. Mama, you got any last words before we get out of here? Don't mess with Texas. It was two Texas folks on today. They were awesome. Was this they was not a wonderful awesome? Rodney. Wonderful yeah. show. It, it was so inspiring, man. Uh, Thomas is one of my favorite comedians on the planet. Kiki Shepard, one of my favorite people. Just like Kiki said in, in closing, you guys, remember, we got to get tested. We are the only people that can donate to us. So if we're not, if enough of us aren't in the pool, then when it comes time for you to get that donation, it's not there. So we got to really think in terms of the future, and you got to think in terms of the future of your comedians. Look out. Go to a comedy club. I'm asking anybody of color, go to a comedy club and patronize a comedian you never heard of. It's easy to go see a Rodney Perry or a Thomas Miles, but go see somebody you have never heard of. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live. It's going to be off the chain this week, my birthday week. I'm at the Comedy Store, L.A., on Tuesday. And then on Friday, on Friday, I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada. Go to my website, RodneyPerry.com. All the information is already up there. Thank you to my mama. Thank you to Thomas Miles. Thank you to Kiki Shepard. Y'all stay blessed. That's my show for the day. 
Y'all don't really want to get with this. We about to take this to the next level. I'm going to still do this show when I blow up big. Watch. <laughs> yeah, baby. 